So when a guy reaches out to me for help with dating, he always falls into one of two categories. Either one, his natural tendencies with women are not things that make women feel good. So he creeps them out, he turns them off, he bores them, something like that. Or he has no natural tendencies with women. So he's thinking about what to say in every moment, what to do in every moment. Basically, he's in his head and women can't feel him at all. And my goal with any guy who wants to get better with dating is to get him to the point where his natural tendencies are what women like. When he gets to that point, he doesn't have to think about what to say. He doesn't have to think about what to do. Flirting becomes organic. Dating becomes a natural, authentic process that it should be. So in this video, I'm going to share what I call flirting by instinct. It's exactly what I share with my clients who I help with dating. It's basically a simple mental model for looking at flirting, which might be a reframe for some of you guys, and a two-step I don't want to call it a formula. It's like a non-formula. It's basically two things that if you make sure they're true, the rest of your flirting interaction will be very organic and authentic, and you'll know what to say and do in every moment. Because there's a lot of flirting guides online, and a lot of them have stuff that I totally agree with. However, they're kind of hard to put into practice. A lot of the principles, you got to think, okay, be relaxed, be enthusiastic, talk about this, focus. It's like, it's a lot of things to think about. Whereas in practice, you want something very simple, and that's what I'm going to share with you guys here. So first, the mental model is based on the simple idea that there are layers to who you are. There's the most superficial down to the most based. You know, there's like the social expectations, cultural norms, conditioning, childhood stuff, your insecurities even. And beneath all of that is a primal feeling being that is driven purely on instinct. It's what drives you to seek tasty food when you're hungry, drives you to seek warmth when you're cold, and has the instinctive programming to basically go through the human mating ritual with a woman that you're attracted to. And guys who are naturals are deeply connected to this part of themselves, which is why they can spontaneously say things that are funny and charismatic and interesting and turn women on and progress towards intimacy. Whereas guys who have trouble with this, like if you struggle with dating, if you never know what to say when you're trying to flirt, it's likely because you have lots of layers of other things, maybe childhood stuff, bad conditioning, you know, whatever, that's disconnecting you from that. Essentially what flirting is, is you are communicating in a way that you're inviting the woman you're speaking to to speak with you on that primal level where you're feeling things in your body, you're feeling sensations as opposed to staying just in this heady superficial realm. Because you can imagine if you're feeling good in your body in response to her feeling good in her body and it's going back and forth, it's a natural progression to do more things that feel good with your bodies. Now, most of the world operates on the superficial level, right? Like the, the stereotype would be like a corporate email. It's full of these things that don't really feel like anything, right? Oh, hey, so-and-so, I hope this email finds you well. All the best, please advise. Like it's almost on purpose devoid of sensation. Like no one, no one feels anything when they send an email like that. No one feels anything when they receive an email like that. But if you look at other interactions, more authentic interactions that you have, even with your guy friends, for instance, right? There's the superficial conversation. Maybe you're arguing about sports, you know, you might you'd be yelling at each other like, oh yeah, you know, there's no way John Jones would beat Nganu, blah, blah, blah. But beneath the surface, there's a more pure conversation. Like if you were to translate what the two of you are feeling, you and your, your male friend, you might be feeling something like, I enjoy watching sports with you, right? I enjoy spending time with you, right? These are words that most guys would never directly say to each other. So the superficial conversation is about something else. Another example would be sarcasm, right? Sarcasm literally is you're saying one thing, but the meaning is understood to be something else. So we want to be able to do this with flirting because once you understand this, you don't have to ever really worry about the words. So the question is how to do it. 
two parts to this. Be connected, be selfish. Start with connection. So essentially what connection is, is when you and another person are feeling similar feelings. Basically, you have a sense of what she's feeling. She has a sense of what you're feeling. You're feeling similar things. If you take this to an extreme, for example, if you've ever had really connected sex, or if you can imagine what really connected sex would be, it's where the two people are almost feeling as one body, right? Like what feels good to her feels good to him. What feels good to him feels good to her. So they're kind of in this synergy where everybody is almost like they're two bodies feeling the same thing, right? It's an ideal. What we want flirting to be like should be leading up to that, right? And it starts with connection. So I know words like connection and intuition can seem kind of mystical to some guys, especially if you're very heady, like I was at one point, but it's actually very simple. Anytime we pay attention to someone, we automatically empathize with them a little bit. You know, if you can enjoy watching movies, then you already do this, right? A good actor really feels the feelings that their character is feeling in the scene. And it makes us feel a little bit of that, which is why we like to, we can go on the journey that the character is going on. You know, this is also why we hate watching someone who's really nervous in public speaking, right? Like we all, we, we feel the cringe in ourselves because we're paying attention to them because they're on stage. And now we feel kind of shitty. It's also why we love paying attention to people who feel really good because we get to feel good by paying attention to them. So the first thing to understand is that if we look at our model again, there's a sensory conversation, the one that really matters, that pretty much independent of the superficial conversation, we're also exchanging feelings. There's obviously the feelings you're transmitting. We're gonna talk about that second, but there's also the feelings she's transmitting. And a lot of guys are thinking so much about what to do, what to say, how do I make myself look good, that they don't pick up on what she is feeling. The simplest way to connect is to really pay attention to her, right? Not paying attention to her words, not getting caught up on what she said and how to respond to what she said, to shoot what she said, and certainly not paying attention to yourself, right? Because a lot of guides that I've seen on flirting will say things that are very true and important, like be relaxed, be enthusiastic, be playful. All that's true, all that's good, but by thinking that in the moment, by thinking, oh, I need to be this way, I need to be that way, thinking of all these adjectives, it automatically puts a guy in his head. And by definition, it makes him self-conscious, right? He's paying attention to himself rather than her. If you instead pay attention to her, one, you'll get a good sense of how she's feeling. Two, you'll actually start to feel connected. It's that simple. It's the opposite of being self-conscious. And a very cool thing happens when you really pay attention to someone. Because when you really pay attention to her, it becomes obvious how she feels. It becomes obvious if you're standing too close or too far, if you're talking too fast, if you're talking too much, if you're not talking enough. You can get a sense of what she wants, if she's open to more explicit conversation, if she's open to touch. All of these things become very obvious. In fact, you might even feel the instinct in your body oh shit, she wants my arm around her right now. Oh, it would actually feel really good for both of us if I stood two inches closer, if I leaned in a little more. These little things that a lot of guys go into their heads about become very obvious simply when you really pay attention to her. When I was deeply studying sexuality years ago, I had an instructor who told me, if you really pay attention to a woman's body, she will tell you exactly how she wants to be touched. And the same is actually true in communication as well. Because basically every time a guy is miscalibrated or he goes in for a kiss at like the absolute wrong moment or he steps in when she really wanted space or, or the opposite, right? Like he misses a green light, like she's giving him the signal, please come in and kiss me and he's just standing there. It's simply because he wasn't paying attention to her, right? He's thinking about what to do. He's thinking about himself. He's thinking about her words and not paying attention to her. 
So that's the part I'm picking up on what her body is saying in the sensory conversation. But you also have to be saying something with your body, right? You have to be transmitting feelings as well. And that comes from being selfish. So now it seems maybe a little taboo to some people to talk about selfishness in dating, but women want to feel your desire. I think this is a thing amongst my people, men of South Asian descent, I think it's a cultural thing. I've heard this from so many women who've dated guys of Indian descent, where there's this thing where everything seems great in the superficial conversation. He's charming. Maybe he dresses well. You know, he's confident. All the things that women find attractive, but she can't feel him because he's withholding his real desire, perhaps out of shame or conditioning or whatever. Selfishness is what solves that, right? That primal part of you, that base part of you that knows how to move towards procreation, who knows how to mate, it comes from this a, a very selfish part. And the thing is, I emphasize the be connected part first, because if you're selfish in a vacuum, if you're selfish without paying attention to her, that's where you're likely to do something that she's not going to like, that is violating, that'll get you me too or something, right? In all of these situations, just to go back to connection for a second, if you're really connecting with someone, if you're taking on my definition of you're feeling what she's feeling, she's feeling what you're feeling, neither of you can possibly do something that would feel bad to the other person because it would feel bad to you too, right? That's the whole point of, I mean, it's one of the points of the connection piece. But once you're connected, then you can be selfish because you can at least infer if you're really connecting that what feels too good to you will also feel good to her. So what I tell guys, you know, don't think about what to say. Don't think about how to escalate or how to bring her to bed or how to get her to like you or how to turn her on because that'll just push you in your head. Once you pay attention to her and can feel what she's feeling, do what would feel good to your body because chances are it'll also feel good to you. And that's what also informs everything from action to what you're gonna say. Because when I break down interactions with guys, like you know, whether you recap a date or you know, break down a conversation that a guy had with a woman at a bar, I'll ask them to go bring themselves back to that moment best they can in their memory and try to remember what did your body want in that moment? Right, and the, the, the ongoing principle being in every moment when you're interacting with a woman, what does your body really want in that moment? What would feel good to your body in that moment? Because again, if you're connecting, it's probably not going to be something outlandish, right? Because similar to how when you pay attention to her, you get a pretty good read on how she's feeling. When you pay attention to what you authentically desire, like what your body really wants in that moment, you enter a very positive mode of being because it's almost, I mean, I would say it's impossible to be sexually aroused be physically turned on and anxious at the same time. And then from there, all the other tips that other guides say to do, right? Like make sure you're holding eye contact, make sure you're relaxed, make sure you're playful. All of these things will naturally happen because you're basically being driven by your libido. Because something I've noticed with a lot of guys is that they might idolize beauty in their mind. They might think a woman is so beautiful and think about all the things they would love to do with her physically in their head. But once they're actually interacting with her, they don't let themselves feel that desire right? Maybe because of shame or conditioning, they don't allow themselves to feel turned on, to notice her beauty, to appreciate the things about her body or her being that is attractive. So the result is she can't feel anything from him, right? They might have, be having the most interesting superficial conversation, but she can't feel anything from him. She can't feel his desire. She can't feel his turn on. And so she can't feel her turn on because our sex drives are supposed to be covariant. They're supposed to create a positive feedback loop between each other, right? She feels your turn on. You feel her desire. It gives more more space for your desire. And like you create this positive feedback loop where you're becoming more and more turned on together. And yes, this also informs what you're supposed to say and do in every moment. Because if you're doing these two things, you're connecting with her by really paying attention to how she feels, and you're allowing yourself to feel your authentic desire, 
you will naturally be driven to do the thing that's supposed to happen. And this even applies to texting, right? Guys go way into their heads sometimes because text after all seemingly is just text, right? It's seemingly just superficial words, but even that's not quite true, right? Like we all know that, you know, if you were to look at a text message exchange where one person is sending paragraphs and the other person is sending one word responses, we know that there's a there's an imbalance of feeling, right? Like anybody can already see, okay, the person sending the paragraphs is way more invested, is way more needy, let's say. It's obviously giving a lot more energy, a lot giving a lot more of their feelings, whereas the other person is not, right? There's an imbalance there. Like it, it just just thinking of that idea is kind of cringe, right? Because even what you choose to say, the words that come out of your mouth is ultimately informed by feeling, which is why if you try to think really hard of what should I say to her, what line should I use? it almost never comes out right. It always comes out as inorganic, inauthentic. Whereas when you're really feeling things, the words come out of you. Thoughts are downstream from feelings. Any creative person, any writer will tell you this, right? Whether writing prose or poetry or songs, right? When you're feeling a lot, the words become obvious. They come out of you. When you're feeling a lot in a flirting interaction, when you're really in your body, you're paying attention to how she feels and how her body feels and you're exchanging, you know, packets of information on the sensory level, it becomes obvious what words to come out of your mouth. Because sometimes I'll break down text message exchanges with my clients. Like I'll, I'll, I'll read what he had written and say, well, I would have said it in a different way. I would have said this instead. And sometimes he'll say something like, Oh, that's, that was a good, that's a good line. I, I should write that down. And I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't try to remember the line. What I'm trying to get you to do is recognize how I came up with it organically. I paid attention to the feeling behind her words. I felt what I think you would have felt in that moment, whatever desire for her, whatever reaction to what she felt. And I let that thing come out of me organically. So the whole point of this two-step non-formula is to get yourself to a point where your natural instincts can take over in a very positive, constructive way that women like. This is the entire flirting by instinct guide, recognizing that there are layers to your being, recognizing that real flirtation and really all truly authentic, intimate interaction comes from having conversations on the primal based level rather than on the superficial level. And the way to do that in a way that will be enjoyable to the woman you're speaking to and to you and drive you guys closer and closer to feeling good feelings between you comes from being connected. So really paying attention to how she feels and being selfish, really paying attention to how your body feels. And if you do that, it will form you on what to authentically say and do in every moment. And you give yourself the best chance of creating that positive feedback loop between you guys where you get to feel good. She gets to feel better. You get to feel better. She gets turned on. You get turned on. And you will probably be surprised if you really take this to heart on how quickly and authentically things can escalate when you simply be connected, be selfish. Goodbye.